0: When we use the breath to get through trauma, Um, I ended up becoming a certified breathwork practitioner because when I do breathwork, I feel traumatic situations released. When I had PTSD last year, because when I saw the video of George Floyd, it reminded me of when the police jumped my brother when I was 14 years old. Mm. I did not know I had wow. that. Trauma. I wasn't thinking about it. I didn't know I had that trauma and I try not to watch the videos, but I saw it because it was everywhere. And all of a sudden I started having flashbacks and for three days I was having the worst feeling in my body. I was having flashbacks and I had to do all kinds of breath work, all type of meditation and yoga and I had to call my brother, make sure he was okay, talk to him, and at the time, we was at a store we weren't supposed to be at, so I couldn't even tell my parents what happened, even though they thought he sold something, he didn't, but he was jumped by three police. And before I did this work and before I had this episode last year, I could not, when I told this story, I was in tears for a long time, even when I told the story, but now, because I've released that trauma from my system, I can tell the story and empower others.
1: I'm Jackie Reed, Emmy award-winning journalist, longtime TV and radio host, and vegan. I created this podcast to give you tips on how easy, delicious, inexpensive, healthy, and fun eating vegan can be. We'll also talk wellness and just how we can make the world a better place. This is the Vegan Sexy Cool podcast. Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in for this episode of the Vegan Sexy Cool Podcast. My guest today is an internationally recognized yoga teacher, holistic health coach, author, motivational speaker, and vegan activist. Her name is Koya Webb. In this week's episode, she shares tips about self-love, being at one with yourself, yoga, and more. Let's get to it. Start with just how you are in general. We're in the midst of a pandemic. Um, I see such amazing things, you know, on your social media, things that you're involved with. Uh, but I just want to, I like to do a check in with
0: everybody and just know how are you? Thank you. Well, I'm well. I am well this week, today, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And I'm an empath and I carry and hold a lot of emotions. And so at any given day, it can be like a roller coaster. It could be up, it can be down. And, you know, luckily I have a lot of tools to process my emotions and feelings and I'm able to hold a lot, but today, right now, I'm up. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad to hear it.
1: What, we're gonna talk a lot of, about yoga, but I wonder what other tools you use to process those emotions that you, you hold on to just in case anybody else out there, myself included, um, <laughs> you know, finds himself holding on to some things. How do you practice wellness aside from yoga?
0: Uh, that's just such a good question. And mental health is my number one priority. And for me, the best tool is just having daily rituals that I practice to make sure that I stay at a high vibration. Mm. So the name of my company is Get Loved Up and I have to get loved up every single day in the morning in the middle of the day and at night, because I have a team of 21 people. I know you have a big team as well. I'm serving a big community. And there's just so much to hold when you're holding space. And especially when you're a people. I'm a people person. I'm a people pleaser. And I got to balance that all out with a wow. lot of care. So daily rituals have really been my go-to. Ooh, people
1: person and a people pleaser. That's mm-hmm. an interesting cocktail. Ooh. Mm.
0: Tell me <laughs> of my life so healthy boundaries are like really important to me and like again having those daily rituals where I wake up I love my gratitude journaling my meditation my yoga and in the middle of the day I literally have an alert in my phone that asks me how do you feel and what do you need because yeah everything love time. that I, I love it in- <laughs> I, when I tell you I'm
1: doing this tomorrow Tell me how that works. So when you get that alert that says that, wh- how
0: do you, what do you do in your, like, wh- how do you respond to that? So I'm just going to take it today because I like to keep it top, right? Yeah. What's yeah. happening right now? So today I have, you know, you're my second podcast of the day and I have meetings back to back and I have given myself 15 minutes. That's gross, because I used to just schedule things back to back. I don't have enough time to use the bathroom. I don't have enough time to breathe so spaciousness is very important and so the alert went off like about an hour ago how do you feel what do you need I feel hungry what do I need some food and so I went and made just warmed up some food but I it is not unlikely for me to just go back to back to back and five o'clock rolls around and I haven't eaten anything and it's not for my lack of love for food because I love to eat I love food But it's just because I just didn't make time for it. I didn't check in with myself and I'm thirsty. I'm hungry. So that prompt and sometimes like yesterday, I had been inside and I hadn't been outside. Today, I had a morning walk, but yesterday I didn't. So when I got that alert, it was like, I need some fresh air. So I just went Mm. outside for a walk. So literally, it's just a prompt for me to check in with myself.
1: Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that so much. And when I tell you, my schedule today is back to back to back to back, my schedule tomorrow is back to back to back to back. So I, I really am going to start doing that. I love that. I want to circle back to what you said about being a people pleaser because. I, you know, I am lucky that I am not that type of person, but I am surrounded by probably re- the reason why most people in my life, is they're people pleasers. But I have a lot of friends that are people pleasers, and it causes them so much stress. And I wonder if you could give some advice for how you conquered that or how you manage that.
0: Absolutely. The one quote that I give everyone who's a people pleaser is that you cannot love others to the detriment of yourself. Mm. You cannot love others to the detriment of yourself because what happens is you start to get resentful, you start to get exhausted, and then you burn yourself out. So, not only am I a people pleaser, I attract that as well. So, first, I had to learn for myself, like, okay, you have to know your boundaries. You have to know how much you can do. You would need to schedule yourself breaks. You need to realize that once you hit that limit to where you're feeling uncomfortable, sad, not right, anything outside of love, you need to take a pause and ask yourself, how do you feel and what you need? Because if you keep moving forward, just because, oh, well, I don't wanna tell them no now, or I already agreed to it, then eventually too much of that, you're gonna get drained, exhausted, um, it could affect your relationship. You can have a parting in relationships. And really, and I tell people, people are needy by nature. People are always gonna need something, but it is up to you to set a healthy boundary to how much you can give. And the more you take care of yourself, the more you can take care of others. So all the people pleasers around you, the more they take practice their self-care, the more they're gonna be able to serve. But as soon as you stop practicing your self-care, eventually you're gonna tap out.
1: Yeah, so true. When did you know that this was your life's work, wellness and really guiding other people um, into wellness and
0: being their best selves? this, I feel like this is my dharma. This is my purpose. Mm-hmm. I truly believe I was born with this heart and with this desire to, to serve and be a servant leader. Cause it's one thing to serve, but it's another thing to be a servant leader. It's like, you're not only serving, but you're also stepping into your power as a powerful leader. And I got that term from my mentor, Lisa Nichols. And I, I really resonated. I was like, yeah, because it's, it took me a while to realize that no sis, you love helping people, but you are leading people people to their most divine selves you're leading people to them per- their purpose and you have to step into your power to inspire other people to step into theirs and I realized this when I was a little girl and I would see people get hurt and I'm like oh I want to help and let me help and how can I help and I just want to see people happy yeah. and I was like oh maybe I want to be a nurse or a doctor do not like hospitals they creep me out I don't like being in them I don't like going to them so that wasn't happening I interviewed different people, like I interviewed a physical therapist. It was like, okay, I can help people, um, you know, with their body, with health. And they were making good money, but they never had time with their family. And then I interviewed a social worker, And they were helping people, but they wasn't making the income that they wanted to make. So it wasn't until at this time, I interviewed a personal trainer and they were like, I'm making the money I wanna make. I have freedom in my schedule. And so my first career um, in college actually, before I even graduated was that of a personal trainer because I felt like they had Mm -hmm. the freedom of making as much as they wanted to make and also serving people. And so that's when I realized that I wanted my work to be in prevention versus like in a hospital helping people but helping people live a healthy and active lifestyle. I love that. So
1: I kind of want to talk to people because I I don't know about you, but I have been having a lot of conversations just with people who are dealing with depression um, in this pandemic that we're in, right? Dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety, dealing with um, excessive weight gain, Um, unhealthy eating habits, horrible sleeping patterns, right? Not being able to sleep. And then not knowing, like being in a rut, not knowing how to even begin to step out of it. Mm. What would you say to anyone listening right now that is in a rut with any or all of those things and just is looking for a lifeline of some type to get them started or motivated, or at least moving in the right direction?
0: Mm. That's such a great question. And the first thing I would say to that person is that your life matters. Mm. You functioning at your highest capacity is needed right now in the world in order for us to grow and evolve as we should. Everyone, every single life here, it matters. And it is my goal to inspire people to function at their greatest capacity and give them the tools to do that. So the first thing is just the worthiness. Sometimes we forget how valuable our lives are, how valuable our life needs to be in order for us to feel like we can live our purpose we have to give ourselves the tools that we need and that comes with self-care that's i mean like i said that's why i created my company get loved up you have to get loved up every single day you have to practice self-love and self-care every day and that starts with knowing that the world needs you Your life matters. And then you start to take it one day at a time. You don't have to do all the things. You don't have to go down a list and write down 20 ways that you feel like you're not, you know, living up to what you could each day commit to like, okay, today I'm going to do the daily ritual of writing down what I'm grateful for. Tomorrow, I'm going to do the daily ritual of going outside in nature. The next day, I'm going to add on some breath work the next day. And, and I think it's just like in my book, I talk about the love bank, filling up your love bank with things that bring you joy. You don't have to do all the things every day. My self-care list, my rituals, two hours long. Some days I get 10 minutes, some days I get 20 and rarely, maybe on the weekends, I can do a whole two hours of all the things that I love to do.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's not about being perfect. It's about understanding the more you pour into yourself, the more you're going to have to pour into others. The more you start loving yourself just a little bit at a time, the better you're going to feel. So I felt depression. I've had suicidal thoughts. I had anxiety like what, three weeks ago, because I did a big production and I had someone come out of the woodworks in a way that I wasn't even ready for. And I didn't have what I needed when I needed it. And a lot of people depending on me. And I was just like, my heart was beating out of my chest. Wow. I couldn't breathe, and I was like, okay, I'm having an anxiety attack and I know what to do. So I went to my breath work. I set healthy boundaries with who I could talk to and who I could not. And I got what I needed, and it was the best day of the production, which was the last day. But it took me having those things and acknowledging my, my, my anxieties, not just, you know, like, oh, it'll be fine. But I acknowledged it. I did my breath work. I did some sound healing. Then I used, I pulled out all the tools to help me get to a state to where I can show up and perform. And I like to give specific examples because people will look at my social media and think, oh, she ain't even got no problems and that's you know that that's not true even though we can turn it on when we need to turn it on there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes to make sure we're also dealing with our stress and anxiety
1: yeah so true you know it's so funny you know when i was really deep into the depression that i was dealing with last year um and the anxiety the, the the anxiety was such a regular part of my day and one of the ways that I started to manage it was that I would acknowledge it and I find it so interesting that you're saying that you know I would say I would say out loud I'll say okay why are you here what's going on why am I feeling this way okay it's going to be okay but acknowledging it like recognizing in that moment what's causing this you know what I mean? What, instead of saying, you got this, just keep, just keep, go to the next meeting, but to take the time. I think that that's so important. Um, so I'm glad, I'm glad that you said that, the acknowledgement of it. I think it's important. Now, I do want to ask you about this because you talk about loving on yourself. And I think that um, for a lot of people, loving on yourself, treating yourself, alcohol. <laughs> sweets, fattening foods, you know, some other things, you know, things that really are not healthy for us, are good for us. How do we break up? Like, how do we get, because you know, you something happens, you want to celebrate with a bottle of wine or, you know, a big, you know, just, it, it's the Super Bowl. Let's just eat everything bad that we can. <laughs> you know what I mean? How do we How do we get people to think differently about the way that we
0: celebrate and the way that we love ourselves or give ourselves some love? Mm, That is such a good one. And (laughs) no one really asked that question in a way you just did, but I'm gonna be honest with you. It's about balance. Mm. And I'm gonna talk in a situation where I kind of acknowledge the good, the better, and the best. Mm. So the good is if you say, okay, I'm living a healthy lifestyle now. This is how I want to live because Jackie and Koya, they living their best life. And they said like, I'm trying to get on the train. We're going to do this. Yeah, I'm doing my best life, but I want to celebrate this weekend. So I'm allowing myself to celebrate, but then I'm going to go get back on track. Right? So it is good that you realize that like, hey, I'm living this healthier lifestyle. I'm having my green juices. I'm eating more fruits and vegetables. I'm doing my daily rituals. And it's about balance. It's about having like one drink instead of four. It's about having a drink instead of getting drunk. It's about having a slice of cake and sharing it with a friend versus eating a whole slice by yourself. It's about sharing a tub of ice cream. So I really like to talk about balance because I eat ice cream. I go through spells where I'm not drinking at all and then I'm drinking sometimes. But whenever I do things like that, I make sure that it doesn't overtake me. And especially if you tend to have an addictive personality, because some of us have more addictive personalities than others, you really want to keep a tab and even get an accountability partner to keep a tab. How many drinks are you drinking? Mm. If you're going out to eat, are you going out to eat every night? If you're celebrating, I know when the pandemic first season, people were celebrating with a glass of wine every day. Like, let's we got through another day, let's celebrate. Another day, celebrate. And it can't be that much celebration. Like, you don't take yourself out, so... I think balance is the key and just realizing that, these things that are not the best for you you have to keep tabs on how much you're consuming them and i'll be the first one to have some donuts and a green drink i tell people if you know you you about to eat some mac and cheese just have a green drink on the side it is something about balancing out some of those sweeter things some of the things are higher in fat with a lot of fiber and vegetables so it's really about balance and that that's what i would say is good what is better if you make a commitment, especially if you know you're addicted to something like alcohol, cigarettes, something like that, that you know is taking away from your health and you're having a life, um you have a life-threatening condition or something like that, you really have to detox and bring it out of your life for a while until you can bring it back in a certain way where it's not detrimental to your health. So one way you're healthy and you're doing things in moderation, but better is if you take things out of your life just to make sure you're not addicted to it and also to make sure when you add it back in, you could do it in a healthy way. And of course, the best is if everything toxic is out of your life, forever and for good and that's not even me it's me sometimes but it's not me right now every now and then i have a drink every now and then you know i do what i want to do in balance so that's that's my my advice yeah i like that i think
1: that's great advice actually balancing it out um not feeling like you have to just give up everything but finding a balance with it let me ask you about yoga um i love yoga i particularly love hot yoga have not of course been to the studio. Um, I'm not a big fan of practicing it by myself, so I haven't been doing it a lot at home. I really wanna do more, but I want you to talk about just how important yoga can be as a tool to to leading us to wellness, to dealing with stress, to Mm -hmm. dealing with negative things in our lives. You know, a lot of people feel like, eh, you know, it's just, you know, it's not for me. I'm not flexible enough for it. But there's so much more to yoga than that. So I just want you to talk about how uh, useful yoga can be for everybody who wants to give it a try.
0: Absolutely. Yoga is not about flexibility. If you want flexibility, you want contortion, You could you could try contortionism or just flexibility channels. Yoga is linking the mind, the body, and the soul. I'm an athlete. I've always been an athlete. I ran track and field professionally. And I found yoga because I had a track and field injury, uh, a stress fracture in my lower back. And when I first went to my first yoga class, I was a tight athlete. I was. I didn't fit in. No one else there looked like me. I could not touch my toes because I was so tight. Yes, and people will look at my hair like, Oh, she's been doing yoga. No, and actually, a lot of things are still hard for me because I'm 5'10, I'm tall, and things it's not as easier if you're more compact. And so, yoga has been very challenging for me, but the reason I love it is because you are able to grow mentally, spiritually, and physically. And I'll tell you why. The first thing when I went to my class, I couldn't touch my toes, they had me doing a headstand, I felt like my brain was gonna, I'm like, I'm tenderhead, I can't do this. this is (laughs) so the teacher saw me and she said just breathe and I took a deep inhale with her and then when I exhaled I felt these chills in my body and I was like okay I can do this I can do this breathing thing and so just breathing and she's like and just do the best you can and that's what I tell all my students and clients now just breathe and do the best you can and your body is going to open up and what happens is that we start to oxygenate our bodies and our muscles, all these emotions, all this anger, fear of frustration for what's happening in society, Ooh. we're breathing oxygen so they can release from our body so they're not causing us fibroids and cancer and all the other issues that are ingrained in our tissues because of our emotions, because yes. we're not processing our emotions. So we have to process our emotions through writing it down, through singing, through dancing, some type of way, because if we don't, that energy is in our body. Yoga Yoga helps release that breathing specifically because if you're not into yoga, that's okay. The breath work is helps and the movement, whether it's walking or dancing or movement outside. Some people they're not into yoga, I'm like, walk a mile a day, dance for 30 minutes. Those things can help move, you know, getting your heart rate up and moving the blood. That can also help. I just like yoga because I'm breathing. I'm moving, and I'm working on my strength and flexibility at the same time. So not only do I have the spiritual connection, we are spiritual beings, I feel, having a human experience. And when we come into this world, we have the breath. When we leave this world, we don't have the breath. So the breath is our free tool that we can use to regulate our nervous system and, I feel, to connect with spirit. And so when we connect with the breath in the morning, when we use the breath to get through trauma, um, I ended up becoming a certified breathwork practitioner because when I do breathwork, I feel traumatic situations released. When I had PTSD last year, because when I saw the video of George Floyd, it reminded me of when the police jumped my brother when I was 14 years old. Mm. I did not know I had wow. that. Trauma. I wasn't thinking about it. I didn't know I had that trauma and I try not to watch the videos, but I saw it because it was everywhere. And all of a sudden I started having flashbacks. And for three days I was having the worst feeling in my body. I was having flashbacks and I had to do all kinds of breath work, all type of meditation and yoga and I had to call my brother make sure he was okay talk to him and at the time we was at a store we weren't supposed to be at so I couldn't even tell my parents what happened even though they thought he sold something he did it but he was jumped by three police and before I did this work and before I had this episode last year I could not when I told this story I was in tears for a long time even when I told the story but now because I've released that trauma from my system I can tell the story and empower others so always know if you're telling a story and it's still bringing up some issues and you're still emotional, that shows you that there's still some things you need to process, whether it be a relationship, a job, a friendship you had to release, and it's okay. We're human and this is part of the human experience, but I think really acknowledging how to release trauma from the body is something we don't talk about enough. And we do that through the breath and you can do the breath by yourself, even if you're in a hospital, you're in a bed, you can't move, you can do that. When you add it with yoga, it just has a bigger effect because you're getting the blood flow. You're getting the um, flow of blood. You're creating a a tightness in the body and then releasing. So it's really good at moving energy. And then, of course, you have the physical benefit, which is the flexibility and the strength. Oh, I love that. I
1: love that you share that so much. That's going to help so many people. All right. Now I got to ask you about veganism. Uh, how long have you been a uh, vegan
0: and why did you decide to become vegan? I've been a vegan for 15 years, about ah, to be 16. Congratulations. And, uh, thank you. I became vegan because, first of all, it wasn't overnight for me. Mm. So I started in college um, eating healthier, learning about nutrition. Um, my major was exercise science. So I took nutrition class and I was like, oh, I can't just eat whatever I want and burn it off. No, what you're eating matters because I thought it was just calories in, calories out. I didn't understand the energetics of food and and what was in food actually matters. So I learned that in college. And then I had a boyfriend at the time who was Muslim and he cut out pork. So I was like, oh, okay. I won't eat pork. I have plenty of other things to eat. So at first I cut out pork. And then that salmonella poison came with the chicken. And I would see things on the news. And I'm always like, okay, if I can't have that, I'll have something else. So I, then I cut out chicken. Tryptophan came through. I cut out turkey. And so it came to a point where I was just eating, I think, chicken and fish. And then I read this book. First, I read Heal Thyself by Queen of Fua, And I realized like these herbs and things that I should be taking for the health of my body. I was having problems with the girl down there and I was just like, okay, like why am I having chronic yeast infections? And so I, you know, I know I'm getting a little graphic, but I know a lot of people, they are having these things and they feel like, oh, this is just natural because everyone, it's on TV. uh, Just take this monistat in the store, da da da. But no. It's our body, it's our yoni talking to us saying, hey, something's not okay. The pH is not balanced down here and I need you to pay attention. Not to get something that's gonna take away what's happening but really understand the root cause what am I eating? What am I going through? What am I using? What am I wearing that that's causing an imbalance of the pH? And so, getting into books like that, and I love reading. I read about a book a week, so I love reading. So really diving deep into Heal Thyself by Queen of Food, and then I read this book by Gabriel Cousin, um, Rainbow Green Life Food Cuisine, and I started learning more about like oh the energetics of food and how you know gluten and how gluten imp- impacts your body. And then I got the mucus diet and um i think it was a lemonade diet the master cleanse mm. and i was like you know what i've been reading all this stuff i read the heal thyself rainbow green and then it was those books in succession i said you know i'm gonna do a cleanse and then i'm just going to start with a healthier way of living i'm gonna tell you it wasn't easy first i tried to go i did the cleanse which oof, we'll talk about that at another time but it was hard the master cleanse oh is- i've done it sis I'm just like, unless you're extreme, just eat healthier. Come on. (laughs) That is a sacrifice. It is hard. (sighs) It's so hard, but it does clean you out. It really does. I mean, I had liquid in front and back. Everything was clean. I felt clean from the inside out, from the rooter to the tooter. I was good. And so after that, I was like eating healthy, but I would still occasionally have my fish and eggs. And I was nervous about what most people who try to go vegan are nervous about getting enough protein. Yeah. So I was still putting in the fish and putting in the eggs. And then I met this um, this track athlete. His name was Abiyah Moore. And he looked like a trophy. I mean, dude, muscles on fleek. And he was <laughs> vegan. And I was like what like you're vegan like how long and he'd been vegan for a while and I was like okay well I was nervous because I'm pretty slim I was nervous that if I went 100% vegan that I would just lose every bit of curve I barely have and so I was like no I don't I don't I'm scared and so when he told me like no you just have to make sure that you're getting balanced nutrients I was like all right I'll try and really that inspiration was all I needed to know I would be healthy because I would see other people that were vegan their teeth were falling out they didn't necessarily look healthy to me i'm gonna be honest like i i just wasn't sold on how some of these people were looking because i was this again this was 15 years ago now it's popular you see everybody but when i was going to some of those meetups with all vegan i was like oh you don't look too healthy like are you even brushing your i like i mean i was just scared i wasn't sure i felt better i was like no i'm not convinced but when i saw ob i was like okay You know, because you've seen it before. (laughs) So funny! (laughs) I wasn't sure. (laughs) That is hilarious!
1: Oh my god, that's so funny!
0: (laughs) I was like, y'all. I was like, I'm serious. But then when I saw him, and now I feel like it's better. And the reason it's mainstream now is because healthy people are doing it in a healthier way. They're not saying, okay, I'm not gonna eat meat. When I did, it was like, okay, well, how do I get my protein, my carbohydrates, my fats, and all my nutrients that I need? And so I feel like it was such, some people do it as a fad or some people do it with a good intention for the economy or for animals, but they really don't focus on health. So, but me coming from a health background, exercise science, and concerned about nutrition, yeah. I come from it like, hey, I, I'm down for doing this for the planet and the animals, but I need to be make sure that my health is going to be optimal. How many other people have done this, and is it going to affect me being able to, you know, have a family? Like, all of those are legit yeah. questions that everyone should ask when they're going into something that you know and then at that time 15 years ago it wasn't as popular it wasn't as well studied but now there are lots more people who have tried it from different backgrounds and there are a lot more studies out there proving that a plant-based vegan diet is optimal um, way that you can live and thrive. Ah uh, well I'm glad that you not only met that track runner to give you
1: a <laughs> positive you know vision of what being vegan can be but now that you are you know, what people can see as being a a positive, healthy version of (laughs) veganism is. I love it. Well, Koya, I want to let everybody know, you know, where they can, you know, of course, they can follow you on social media.
0: Um, your, Your website is again, and tell us. Um, my website is koyaweb.com mm-hmm. and also I have a website, getlovedup.com. And that's all about like, where it's my community where we all practice together, you know, love yourself, love others, love the planet in that order, making sure you prioritize your self-care and knowing yeah. that you will always have enough to pour into others in the world. Uh,
1: I love that thank you so much for being on the vegan sexy cool podcast this has been such a delight it's such a joy to get to know you a little bit
0: (laughs) well thank you so much for having me I love all the content that you put out and when you know when I heard she was like you wanted me to be on a podcast I was just overjoyed so thank you for so much how you're spreading you know awareness about veganism and living a healthier lifestyle as well oh my pleasure
1: when I tell you I was taking a lot of notes on this one (laughs) and that practice of setting an alert to do a self-wellness check. I will be starting that tomorrow. Thank you, Koya Webb, for so many great tips on how we can lean into self-care. And I hope you all enjoyed this conversation and had as many takeaways as I did. And be sure to head to vegansexycool.com for all the ways that you can find and follow Koya. Also, be sure to check us out at vegansexycool on all social media platforms. And if you don't mind, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you will know when our weekly episodes are posted thanks again everybody for tuning in and until next time stay safe and stay sane